Welcome to the LinkedIn Branding Show by Michelle Squared, the podcast empowering entrepreneurs, experts, and small business owners to rise up and stand out as they build their personal and business brands on LinkedIn. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode. I'm one of your co-hosts, Michelle V. Griffin. And I'm the other half of Michelle Squared, Michelle J. Raymond. And Michelle Griffin, this week, I'm choosing a topic that I think is pretty divisive on LinkedIn. And there are plenty of those. But this one, I think, almost takes first place for the thing people either love or hate. I don't think that there's too much of a gray area in this, or maybe I'm wrong, but I'd love to talk about direct messages and the impact on your brand. And this can be your company brand because now we can direct message company pages or it can be your personal brand. And obviously we've got our inboxes, which, you know, confession time, my inbox 99.9% of the time is out of control on LinkedIn. I have never managed to get myself a system where I'm on top of it. Just throwing that out there. If any of our listeners have some handy tips for how to manage a LinkedIn inbox, I'm all ears. But direct messaging, why do I think it's a love or hate? I think people are bombarded. I think they're getting spammy sales messages which then turns them off doing it themselves personally. I also find a lot of people who come from a marketing background are a bit reluctant to actively proactive reach out and connect with people and start sales like conversations. So you mind if we dig into this one this week? No, let's do it. In fact, this is a topic we briefly touched upon in our recent LinkedIn trifecta talks with our friend Brenda Meller, and it got a lot of play and a lot of different perspectives on it and take. So I think we can go deeper and I think it's a perfect topic. I think we can because every action you take on LinkedIn builds your brand or takes away from your brand. Now we know that there are people out there using automation tools, sending 900 million messages it feels like a day, breaking the LinkedIn user agreement by using these tools and bombarding everyone with rubbish spam. We're just gonna call it what it is. What makes it rubbish and spam for me is that it's not tailored. There's no human side to it. And they don't even stop and think, is this going to the right place? Because I think when you have a powerful brand, you don't have to send messages to 900 people, Michelle. You don't need to take that much action and be that busy. I don't know, maybe it's a badge of honor that these people take. Oh, wow, I message 900 people. You know, how many people walked away with a good impression of your brand receiving those messages? I'm going to guess not that many. Probably zero. And that's why I never do it because I've built such a great brand that things come to me. Or if I reach out to people, they're receptive. But I have never done that in the take of spamming. And it's just like spam emails. No one wants them. They're never contextually for us. And you and I know because we have initials in our names so that we see the Michelle B, the Michelle J. We know they're spam, even if sometimes they're thinly disguised as a little bit more personalized heck no i am against them because i really think they hurt the brand i've never seen a good one michelle i mean cold no but there is a way and a technique and a lot of people are for it to do it the nurturing way right not just come at it and so that i would love to have a conversation and your background is sales mine's marketing pr so i know we kind of have to meet in the middle in some of those things so let's talk about that we do. And where the conversation went in trifecta talks is that some of us were anti sending them because a, you don't want to get lumped in with all the other people spamming. Some of us rely on content alone and you know, that's, that's part of it. But I think given 
Michelle, my reach on LinkedIn right now is probably a quarter of what I could have relied on last year. You know, I, I'll share the numbers. My normal posts are probably two to three and a half thousand impressions. This week on LinkedIn, probably 700 to a thousand. A couple have gone over, but there's no rhyme or reason to it. I can't rely on LinkedIn to show my post to as many people as what they used to. I think that going forward, that's only going to get worse. That's not going to get better. There's nothing that I can see on the horizon that is going to make our posts be seen by more people. That means for me, I can't rely on that. I need to do other actions. And I think sending direct messages to people and nurturing relationships in direct messages is where we'll see. Now, I've also seen a few things pop up on LinkedIn where I'm going to call it the the bros are saying, you know, send out 300 direct messages a day. And I'm like just sitting there going, how can you keep up with that? How can you do that honestly to find out what's going on? I, I'm not anti sending them, but I'm just not sure that that many is necessary. I don't know. How would you keep up with that on LinkedIn? You must be using tools off LinkedIn because there's no way you could do yeah. an inbox. Or hire help or something. I don't have time for that. Um, you know, so I rarely, I don't ever send DMs. I have conversations that I'll start with someone, maybe take it off, but I don't have a system where I do that. I was saying in trifecta talks, my best system is to host events, right? And maybe when my newsletter comes out, that'll help too. I like to host a very targeted niche events to a certain group with a certain problem that kind of flags them and go, oh, let's go start having conversations there. So LinkedIn audio events are probably one of my favorite ways to do that. And I'll have the replay and I'll have always some pretty good about people reaching out. We start conversations that way. So that for me has been very successful. And I want to say, you know, we're going to talk about these strategies, but it's not going to make sense for every industry, every person, every personality. So that's how I've done it. And yes, I have had conversations with people off commenting. I mean, we'll give the best example ever is you and I met in a comment in December, 2020. So it's not always clients. You could find collaborations and partnerships and other things. Because you got to think clients can come indirectly from collaborations and partnerships as well, too. So I want to put that in perspective. When we widen the aspect of what we're here for and not so focused, it's almost like we don't want, not that you are, but like, you know, these 300 a day, that seems so desperate to me, doesn't it? Yeah. Look, context is everything when it comes to sales. If you are looking to increase you know, growth in your business and get more opportunities. Yes, you can sit there and wait. But for some people, if you're starting out on LinkedIn, do you have enough cash in reserve that you can spend six months building a community? Because realistically, when you're starting out, these are the kind of time frames. If you're just posting mm -hmm. content and waiting for things to come to you, maybe even 12 months, like if we're being yeah. realistic, because this is even harder than what it has been. So if you have that money, and you're not in any desperate need and you can wait that time, go for it. If you're someone that needs to make your own luck, then here's how it works for me. Sales for me, my context is problem solving and helping people. The more I do of both, the more I can help my business grow. Now, as I said, I have a huge presence and create content. I'm actively commenting. I'm visible on YouTube, our podcast, my books. Like I have a big network. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you right now that the number of leads that I could have reliably had towards the end of last year are not happening in this quarter, right? And I haven't really changed a lot. 
but I had a lot to start off with, right? So if you didn't have many to start off with, I don't see it's going to get better. But I had um, a friend of ours on my podcast not that long ago, and we were talking about cold selling tactics. And it was Laura Khalil, and shout out to her. And her context, which I loved, is just, she says, before you send direct messages, find cool people that you want to have cool conversations with. And that is all we're talking about here. Get to know them, start nurturing those relationships. Who haven't you seen for a while? Like Mm -hmm. I'm the kind of person that says, you know, hey, Zineb, I haven't seen you in months and months. I hope you're okay. And shout out to our friend Zineb because I deeply miss Mm -hmm. her on the platform. But, um, you know, ultimately, are you the person that goes looking for other people? Like that creates an impression with, you know, related to your brand if you are that kind of person. So it doesn't have to be, hey, will you buy my stuff? Yeah. Yeah. But I also just want people to know if you've seen someone has a problem that you solve, it's okay to say, hey, come buy my stuff. I can take that problem away. I absolutely love that. That is where I work the DMs, catching up with people I hadn't seen and talked to, connecting people. I'll talk to someone and they're in this um, idea for this context, this industry. And I immediately think, oh, wow. So I, I love to connect people in the DMs as well. So it's not a bad place. It's a good place. But we don't have to think of it as a one track, one hit wonder place, right? So love that. Also, you know, I've been getting like you because we have two podcasts and books. I get leads from that too in Google now. So I've kind of, like I said, and I've always said this and, and also from, you know, PR and podcast appearances and stuff like that, make LinkedIn your launching pad and also diversify your visibility streams. We cannot, especially now, put everything in the LinkedIn basket, right? What worked in 2021, like gangbusters, is not. Because I really think it's the 2.0 version of social media. It's all becoming pay to play. You know, they all, that's their model. They give you all the free reign and then they start taking it back. So we just have to be more strategic and the people are out there. I mean, and let's not forget that the fact that before social Social media existed, Michelle, the economy rolled, people were making trillions of dollars. So it's not like the world stopped just because LinkedIn algorithm is down some. Absolutely. And and these are the things like I think if you are 100% relying on your content to do everything and not having conversations with real people, and this is where I, you know, kind of get a bee in my bonnet for a lot of people who engaged ghostwriters to be them on yes. the platform. Now, this is not because there aren't amazing ghostwriters who can capture your thoughts and create great content and it looks great and it sounds like the person, but what's missing, and I see it all the time, I can spot the people who use ghostwriters from a mile away and I feel sorry for the ghostwriters because it must be super frustrating that they don't get engagement, not because it's not a great post, but because the person is not doing the work to go and comment and support on other people, message other people, nurturing those relationships is what I call it. And DMs and IE direct messages are a great way to do that on LinkedIn. If you think you can pay someone else to post on your behalf three times a week and you don't have to log on to LinkedIn, take a look around, see what's going on, forget about it. Like I, I will stand corrected. I will get back on the show. Someone tells me that they have seen this work successfully with mm-hmm. just posting three times a week. I've actually had ghostwriters reach out to me and say, yes, Michelle, I wish you could tell my clients this. I do the heavy lifting and do this to free up time so that they can do the other pieces. And, you know, they're getting pushback. It was like me before with company pages when I was managing them. 
clients would expect that me creating content and me, you know, inviting people to follow the page was the be all and end all. And somehow magically the orders would come rolling through the door. And it's just not the way that it plays. Like you have to nurture relationships. Mm -hmm. And if you just say, I'm not sending direct messages to anyone because I receive so many bad ones and mm -hmm. I don't want to be lumped into that category. I'm sorry, but you are going to have people that you know have a great strategy for starting conversations steal your business away from you because they can mm -hmm. get to it first. Absolutely. No, I uh, high five you on the ghostwriter thing. Um, you you got to do the work, just like everything. There's no easy. You can't hire someone to do your push-ups for you and expect you know really good cut <laughs> biceps and triceps, as they say. You've got to do the work and. I also have issue with people who have incredible, I can tell who is a ghostwriter now, but that was not them two weeks ago. So like, show me that this is now you by commenting to match your, your posts, because I can tell, oh, wow, this person is like this now, but either no commenting or their comments do not match their content. And so that's a huge thing. That's a turnoff for me. And the easiest way to tell, I know someone that is making you know, videos at the moment of, you know, follow my processes, these work, increase your numbers. I do this, I do that. And one of them was, you know, all about commenting. And I just had to laugh because one look on the comments tab in the activity section, and you could see that this person wasn't following their own advice. You know, it, it's just kind of crazy. I, I don't want to go down that path because I think that's a conversation for another day. But I do just want to say you can't outsource relationship building. I think direct messaging when used well and know that you're up against people that have already got their arms in the air saying stay away from me. So I'm going to give an actionable tip. Here's what happens if when people are doing you know, selling on LinkedIn and, you know, selling's not a bad word. It's not a dirty word. We have to do it to grow our businesses. You don't get sales. You don't get paid. It's that simple. But here's my advice. Everybody that does it the stock standard way when they're trying to sell to another business or so in business to business, which is where I specialize, what happens is they say, I am going to feed into the search terms or the automation tools when it's done poorly. And all they do is go company X CEO, that's who I'm going after. And I'm going to spam every CEO that's in this industry. And it's so crazy, Michelle, my actionable tip is go deeper. So instead of going to 200 different companies, go to 30 companies, but connect with way more people at each of mm -hmm. those companies. So, you know, I used to say back when I was, you know, in sales, old school selling, you had to get past the gatekeeper who was always the receptionist. Like mm -hmm. that was an art form to try and get past that person. On LinkedIn, you have to get past the equivalent, which is people have their arms in the air pushing you away. So don't send me a message. So go wider, not just the one person who you think is the decision maker. And I tell people it's because you don't know who has lunch together, who used mm -hmm. to work in which department together, who's more active on LinkedIn, who had fun at last year's Christmas party, who's been, you know, working together for 10 years, who plays on a sports team together in that company. You don't know the relationships. And until you do, and in B2B, most companies, it's not one decision maker, it's a group of them. Mm -hmm. So have a strategy for forming relationships. Like Laura says, cool conversations with cool people and just start there. Take the pressure off of I have to start a direct message to try and get a sale. 
nobody wants to feel like that, Michelle. So what would you say is your actionable tip? Well, I, I just want to props up to whatever you're saying, quality versus quantity, very, very much in context and just go find these people and just start following what they're doing and commenting. It's just kind of like when you're starting to get to know a media relationship, you're not going to just go in for the thing. You want to nurture those relationships, let them know you're here and maybe you can have value and add to the conversation that maybe they're starting or in. So I think it just takes time. Anything takes time. No one's going to want to listen to your or respond or just going to hit D, uh, delete to your DM because, you know, 99.9% .9 of all of them are doing that. And, and how are you going to stand out? Don't add to the noise. Start a new conversation. I love it. And, and try something different. Like, you know, don't just do what you receive. Try something different. And the easiest way to do that is actually to pay attention and yeah, have a look. Do your research. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Have a look on maybe the latest content, the profile, and find something of interest. What do you have in common? And this is what I say to people get interested. If you want to start a conversation, ask a question. Don't talk about yourself. Um, it is the easiest way because we're conditioned as humans to be polite and answer questions. So that would be a second tip that I have for people. It's, you know, because people know you're interested then. You know, yes. and I don't mean the ones, oh my God, I'm just going to say this once, Michelle, where what they do is they say, you know, the general etiquette on LinkedIn is don't sell in the first message that you send mm -hmm. someone. So these people then decided that, okay, I'll send the first one, which is really nice and customized. And then it's the old one-two punch. Oh, I sent you a pretend one to show that I'm interested. And then the second one is the punch in the face with the sale. Those are words. I hate those words. <laughs> it's like sneaky, isn't it? I thought you were going to say the people who now sell in the personalized message. Like, that's not going to be something that I'm accepting. Come on. But anyway, we could have more topics and we will moving forward. And so, because it's, it's very important because as the reach is transitional, we need to really talk about different strategies that we're using and to pass it on to you. So again, you can find what works best for you. Michelle and I are not here to be cookie cutters in our way or the highway. We are here to bring up a lot of different points of view, what's worked, what's not, all the things so you can make those educated decisions for yourself. That's why we're here. And we're also here cheering you on. So let us know how this resonated with you. Are you pro DMs maybe thinking about it? Let us know what you think of this episode. We would love to hear from you. All right, Michelle, that's it for another episode. Until then, everybody, keep putting yourself out there. You have a brand to build, a business to grow, and people to impact. We'll catch you next week. Take care. Cheers. Thanks for tuning in today. More people like you need to be out there on LinkedIn, building their personal and business brands. So we would be so honored if you could leave us a five-star rating and review so we can create more impact with the power of two. That's it for this week. Till next time, connect with us on LinkedIn and keep putting yourself out there.